This is the Horse Talk Show Podcast with Louisa Barton. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me, Squeak Larkins, our PhD. Makes me look real smart. Oh, John Thorman's <laughs> making me look real smart today, too. Yeah, I know. I know. It's not I know. I know. Now I know how the weatherman feels. <laughs> right. And we also have our barrel racer, Barrels by Boo, Boo Flournoy, uh, in the studio with us this morning. And joining us from California, where it's a little bit earlier right now, we have Jessica Lynn from Earthsong Ranch. Good morning, Jessica. Jessica. Good morning. I hope you can hear me. I yes, can. Yes, we can. Yeah. And hey. your name is even up on the screen. Oh, right. It's so cool. Hey, Jessica. Oh, good. That's good. If I yeah. ever forget a guest's Just, name, look, it'll yeah, be right no. there. I know. Is it again? No. That's awesome. Jessica, we're going to talk a little bit about something that you are unfortunately experiencing at the moment in California, which is some, some fires and there's some bad fires. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the conditions there for you at the moment? Well, this morning for us, where I live, <laughs> excuse me, I'm at the 4,000 foot level of the uh, uh, mountains, and we are socked in with smoke like it's fog. Um, that's coming down from the fire that's called the Holy Jim Fire, which has jumped to over 19,000 acres. North of us in the Mendocino Woods, which is quite a, quite a bit north of us, I've had friends that had to evacuate. That has now become the largest fire ever in the state of California. We have held that record in Southern California since 2006, and it's not a record that anybody really wants to hold. No, um, Recently, isn't. we had the Cranston fire, which is just east of me, and I have currently three refugee horses on my property that came through flames to get out. Mm. And the husband that was pulling the trailer is a Porsche race car driver, and so things don't bother him, but this really bothered him. So in California, we don't get prior warning for earthquakes and fires on the most part. We just have to be ready to go, where you guys have a few days to you know, organize things and start thinking about what you need to take with you. So out here, we tried to stay prepared, especially as horse people, with the supplies in the trailer that we think we might need, um, we, you know, keep lists like I gave to Louisa about the things you need to take with you, including right. papers and photos of your horses to, you know, your computer. Um, the one thing people seem to forget is their charger for their cell phones. I that forget that every happened. day. <laughs> yeah, that has happened more often than people start scrambling. And I can tell you, having just come off of 10 days with no electricity, that's the one thing that you it, that you hold on to that you have some communication with the world is to have your cell phone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's been pretty bad out here this year. I've never seen it so bad, and I've lived here my entire life. Now there has but, to be um, a terrible yeah. upheaval of um, uh, wildlife as well. I mean, 19,000 yeah. acres. Where are the animals going? I mean, it's just a, not that we're not concerned about the people, but you know, right. gosh, you know. This well, is as, a really you know, scary situation. Have they given any idea of when they might be able to get it under control? Well, this one here by us, no, it's only 10%, and it depends on what the winds do. The Mendocino fire is um, more under control, I think, in spots, but two fires joined together, and you've got over 300,000 acres up there, and it's the forest. I mean, where do the bears go? Where do the coyotes go? Where do the bunnies go? Yeah. Um, you know, I were and the deer. You know, they they run as fast as they can, but most are consumed by the flames. They can't get away from them. 
so sad. I know that in one of the fires, they've got a baby bear cub, and they tried something new on him, which is interesting. They used tilapia skin on his feet that are badly burned, and it's helping him to heal. Oh, cool. That's a neat story. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Talk to us, Jessica, about um, some of your um, health tips. We have about 10 minutes left of the show, and now just talk to us about some health and evacuation and medical and safety kind of a tips that, that you can recommend. And, and th these tips can apply to this fire situation or any kind of a disaster that we're facing, whether it be a, a, you know, a hurricane or, uh, you know, what kind of plans should you have and what are some of the things that you recommend people do to be ready? Well, people should always be have an evacuation plan for their family, be it an earthquake, fire, or hurricanes that you guys have, you know, and have a family meeting about that. Also have a contact outside of your area that each of the family members can call into to let them know they're okay. The Red Cross also offers that service as well, that they have a line you can call in and say, this is my name, this is my address, I'm okay, please let my family know. Um, like I said, what I keep in my horse trailer is I have a bag that's specifically for evacuation and what I keep in it are my homeopathic remedies and I also have some butte, banamine, those kind of things because when horses start stressing, um, you have to go to the chemical route a lot of times. So I have banamine paste, you know, for the horses are going to colic because of being so nervous. Um, you also need to have a kit for your family just in case. Um, from band-aids to whatever, you know, in case you get cut when you're on the road and you can't do anything about it. Um, people out here also keep a whole bag of things, backup for their computer, you know, com extra computer, um, you know, power supplies to whatever to get out if you've got a small business. Um, for horses out here right now, with, yeah, right, and for, ho for horses out here with the smoke, once they've started inhaling the smoke, it can take four to six weeks for them to get rid of all of it out of their lungs. Yeah. So you really can't ride, you can't compete. You know, one of the horses that was evacuated here, he's got a cough right now, and I know that he's just trying to clear the smoke out that he breathed in. Mm. Um, for people out here with fires especially, if they have to turn their horses loose, do not leave a halter on them because they're gonna get caught up somewhere trying to escape the flames. Mm -hmm. There, there is a company, um, it's called Equestra Safe, and they offer ID bands that you put on the Fetlock. They are fireproof and they have your phone number embroidered on it so people can identify your horse and let you know where your horse is. That's fantastic. I don't know you, know what I, you know what I used in the hurricane last year? I used the um, Seminole Feed sells the big crayons and I wrote yeah. all oh, over yeah. my horse. Go yeah. away, Irma. Yeah. Yeah. Louisa, my phone yeah. number, all over Sonny's butt. I know a lot of people put on the phone number on their side yeah. with those. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. Mm -hmm. I did that as well. But I like the Equisafe, the, the, the yeah, Firesafe band. Right, that sounds fantastic. like a lot. Because that can't yeah. come yeah. off. Yeah. You know, that's going to yeah. stay on and unless also, someone takes and it they're off. And they're also fluorescent colored so you can see them in the dark or whatever. All right. The horses that are here, the owner, because she's so traumatized, she's left her Equestra Safe bracelets on her horses. And that's yeah. fine. They don't rub them. And, and if they were to get out of my property, then someone would know where they belong, too. The other Absolutely. thing is, if you're going to be walking horses through flame and trying to get them out because you don't have a trailer, you can't get in, whatever, 
always have a leather halter and a cotton lead rope because if you have the polyester stuff and the fire gets too close, it will melt on the horse's face and burn them. Yeah, good, good point. point. Yeah. yeah. So those are just some of the things that we do out here for hurricanes. I and mean, like I said, you guys have some warning. You know what's coming. So you have time to get your supplies together, um, an extra set of clothing, your medications if you take any, your cell phone charger, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Battery powered but, radio um, is not a bad idea in, in this case, especially actually uh, with, with the fires, a lot of water. I would think you want to take a lot of water with you. And something yes, else I, I would recommend is if you have a young horse or a green horse, don't start doing the trailer training the day before the storm. Yeah. You may want to make <laughs> right. sure that you can get your horse in the trailer in plenty of time before there <laughs> is any kind of a disaster. And it would be a good time to start working on that now if you haven't already, because uh, if we do have any storms here, or in fact, if you are in the fires, uh, having your horse prepared to jump in a trailer very right. easily. Uh, and if you can't do that yourself, get with an expert that can help you, because yeah. the last thing you need to be doing is having a panicked horse that there's never been in a horse trailer before. Those are some, you know, good things just to load your horse up and drive around your neighborhood and get your horse familiar with being in a trailer because uh, that can be it, quite an experience in a, in a fire or a storm. Uh, and as Jessica Lynn mentioned, the, medications yeah. for yourself and your horse, mm -hmm. if your horse takes any medications, um, snacks, lots of water, uh, medical kit for both you and the horse. Anything else, Jessica Lynn? Yeah, we also usually have hay nets and we fill them up with plenty of hay. Um, in my trailer, I've got four, four or five gallon jugs of water for the horses. But the thing is too, Louise, what you brought up, trailer, train, trailer, train, trailer, train. If the rescue people are coming to help you because you don't have a trailer, if your horse doesn't get in in five minutes, they go to the next horse and your horse gets left behind, period. They are not gonna waste their time with a horse that won't load and they're not gonna train them for you. No. So if you really love your horse, trailer train them. Yes, absolutely. Um, some of the first yeah. aid kit supplies, um, things like adhesive bandages, cloth tape, antibiotic ointment, uh, antiseptic uh, white packets, wet wipes, uh, absorbent compress, uh, scissors, of course, uh, non-latex gloves, yes. uh, gauze pads, first aid instruction information. Um, very important to have all of that for you and for the horses. I would have some vet wrap. Yeah, I would always have vet wrap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have and it. I know when, yeah. when we when we had the when we had the Bonsal fires last year, and all the racehorses had to go to the Del Mar track. I remember. Everyone that was helping to evacuate had their you know their uh, first aid kits, and were sharing their supplies. So it's not just for your horses when you put all these things right. in your trailer because someone's gonna have forgotten vet wrap, they're gonna have forgotten anything to clean a wound with. And the vets down here did the best they could, but they couldn't get to every horse as soon as they needed it. Right. With how many horses had to get evacuated from Bonsall. So. Now you have, a, you have a generator there at the farm and a lot of hoses yes. kind of very, very prepared for all of this, having been through it a little bit. Um, most people probably in this situation would be very glad to have a generator. Right. <laughs> because yeah. you don't and, and have you know, power it, quite often. <laughs> but, well, the thing is too, we have wells out here. We don't have city water. And if you have no power, you have no water. This is true. So you've got to buy a generator that's big enough to service your house and your well or get two different ones. Yes, 
Absolutely. And, uh, and that's yeah. obviously helped you a lot over the course of the last few weeks. Um, something else to Absolutely. remember too is candles, matches and extra batteries because you don't know when you're going to yep. need uh, lighting, especially if you do not have a generator. So that's something to have around, uh, around as well. And if you wear glasses, take them with you. Don't run out of the house in yeah. a panic and you can't <laughs> see where you're going. Um, so right. very my good daughter tips. got me the most... My daughter got me the most awesome kit, and this was because of the Bonsal Fire last year. And she got it at Costco, and it's a little zipper bag, and what it has in it is a portable battery that you can even jump a car with, and it has little teeny tiny jumper cables, but you can charge your phones, and it has a flashlight as well. And I was loving that to the neighbors who didn't have a generator to charge their phones. And because I had the generator, I had the well, my neighbors were coming to take showers. I guess a lot of people take showers at your house when you have a generator. <laughs> that makes sense, right? You would definitely be my best friend. <laughs> That's right. <For> sure. <laughs> Jessica Lynn, I want to thank you so much from Earth Song Ranch for joining us today. Jessica Lynn is an expert uh, consultations for horses on uh, natural homeopathic and holistic supplementation to help them uh, with all their problems, no sods, remedies, herbal wormers, uh, organic herbs, and uh, alternative methods that complement whatever you do with your veterinarian. So she's definitely worth reaching out to and she is also a fire expert. Hi guys, this is Louisa Barton. I really hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Horse Talk Show podcast. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube and let me know what you thought. Now please go out there and share the podcast.